Hi there. We're Dr. Luffy and Dr. Leah. You're listening to the Medical and Dental Podcast. Luffy is a medical doctor and Leah is a dentist. We're sisters who are both based in Melbourne. We believe you deserve to understand your mind and body. So in this podcast, we talk all things medical and dental to help you find your way to health and happiness. Welcome to our podcast. and dental podcast. Today, we'll discuss the human papillomavirus, or HPV. This is episode nine. It can be uncomfortable asking your doctor for more information regarding the specifics of certain STIs. So today, we'll be discussing one of the 10 most searched questions on health. What is the human papillomavirus? And it's fitting because it's also one of the most common sexually transmitted infections in the world. If you didn't catch our cervical screening episode, it's episode six of our podcast and you can find the link below. HPV is the most common sexually transmitted infection in the US. And it is also the most common viral sexually transmitted infection in Australia and in the world. HPV is so common that it has been reported that up to 90% of people who have ever been sexually active will have one genital type of HPV at some stage in their lives. That means, in very oversimplified terms, if you're in a room with 10 people, it is possible that at some stage in their lives, up to nine of those people will have HPV. You may not know that you have it though, because your immune system will usually clear the infection from your body without causing any symptoms. In some people, however, HPV infection may persist, and this can cause changes to the cells of the cervix, vagina, vulva, penis, mouth, and throat. This is why it is such an important topic to educate yourself on. There are more than 150 different types of HPV, and over 40 of these types are sexually transmitted. In this podcast episode, we'll be focusing on the HPV types that are sexually transmitted and can affect the lower genital tract. So, what is human papillomavirus? Human papillomavirus, or HPV, is a very common viral infection. Just to be clear, HPV is different from HIV, which is human immunodeficiency virus, and HSV, which is herpes simplex virus. HPV is a virus that is spread through skin-to-skin contact. It causes warts, such as the common warts you get on your hands and on the soles of your feet, and also the warts you can get on your genitals. HPV is also the virus that can cause some genital cancers. There are more than 150 different types of HPV, and each type affects a specific area of the body. Some HPV types cause small warts over the fingers. Some HPV types cause larger warts over the soles of the feet. Other HPV types can affect the skin and tissues of the mouth, throat, genitals, and anus, leading to genital warts or genital cancers. How is HPV spread? The 40 sexually transmitted HPV types are spread by genital skin-to-skin contact during sexual activity via tiny breaks in the skin. Usually this happens without anyone ever knowing it 
and without it causing any problems. Because it is spread by skin-to-skin -skin contact, men or women who engage in genital skin-to-skin -skin contact with a person of any gender can become infected with HPV. Therefore, it includes vaginal, anal or oral intercourse, but is not limited to penetrative intercourse. If you have more than one sexual partner, or if your sexual partner has had multiple sexual partners, whether previously or currently, this may increase your risk of becoming infected with one of the high-risk HPV types that can lead to cervical cancer and other genital cancers. You may or may not know that you have been exposed to the virus because your sexual partner may not have had obvious signs. This means that your partner does not have to have genital warts for you to develop genital warts. Condoms offer some, but not total protection from HPV, as condoms don't cover all of the genital skin. They do offer protection from many other sexually transmitted infections though, and condoms do help prevent unplanned pregnancies. What are the different types of HPV? As we mentioned earlier, there are more than 150 different types of HPV, over 40 of which are spread through sexual contact. HPV types are often referred to as low-risk or high-risk. Infection with low-risk HPV types can cause external genital warts. HPV 6 and HPV 11 cause approximately 90% of genital warts and are rarely associated with cancer. In terms of the high-risk HPV types, there are 14 high-risk HPV types that can cause cervical cancer. HPV 16 and HPV 18 can cause 70% of cervical cancers and at least one of those types can cause cancers of the vulva, vagina, penis, anus and certain head and neck cancers including the back of the throat, base of the tongue and tonsils. Not all high-risk HPV types progress to cancer. In most cases, the immune system clears HPV from the body naturally over time and has no long-lasting effects. However, when the body's immune system is unable to get rid of the high-risk HPV infection and the infection becomes persistent, it can eventually turn normal cells into abnormal cells, which can then progress to cancer. What are the consequences of having a persistent HPV infection? About 10% of women with HPV infection on their cervix will develop long-lasting HPV infections that put them at risk for cancer of the cervix. Similarly, when high-risk HPV persists on the vulva, vagina, penis or anus, it can cause cell changes that can put you at risk of cancer of these genital areas. These cancers are much less common than cervical cancer and less is known about how many people with HPV will develop cancer in these areas. There is no screening test for these cancers. However, there is a screening test for cervical cancer. HPV is responsible for the following cancers. Virtually all cervical cancers, over 90% of anal cancers, 65 to 75% of vaginal cancers, 50 to 70% of vulval cancers, 35 to over 60% of penile cancers, and 60 to 70% of oral and throat cancers, including the base of the tongue and tonsils. So which HPV types can cause cervical cancer? 
Cervical cancer remains a major health problem and is the first cancer to be recognized by the World Health Organization as entirely attributable to infections, the virus causing the infection being HPV. High-risk HPV types that persist can lead to cervical cancer. 14 high-risk HPV types are tested for in a cervical screening test. HPV types 16, 18, 31, 33, 35, 39, 45, 51, 52, 56, 58, 59, 66 and 68. When you have a cervical screening test, what is reported in your results is whether the test detected HPV 16, HPV 18 or other high-risk HPV types that were neither 16 or 18. This is because HPV types 16 and 18 are more likely to cause cancer over time and requires immediate further tests. 70% of cervical cancers are caused by HPV 16 and 18. For more information about cervical screening tests, have a listen to podcast episode 6. Treatment of HPV. There is currently no treatment for HPV. As we mentioned, in most cases, the immune system clears HPV from the body naturally over time and has no long-lasting effects. Most people with HPV have no symptoms and will never know they have it. For women, once you become sexually active, having regular cervical screening tests is the only way to detect HPV in the cervix. If a persistent HPV infection has caused changes to the cells of your cervix, then your doctor may recommend treatment to remove the abnormal cells. It usually takes 10 to 15 years for a HPV infection to develop into cervical cancer. So as long as you make sure you have cervical screening tests every five years, if you are found to have a HPV infection, it can be managed effectively before it develops into cancer. Unfortunately, there are no screening tests for other genital cancers. If you experience any abnormal symptoms such as abnormal bleeding, pain or discharge, speak to your doctor for further advice. If you have genital warts caused by HPV, the warts can be treated by your doctor or at sexual health clinics. Reducing your risk of HPV infection. If you have never been sexually active, then you are unlikely to become infected by one of the genital HPV types. Remember, HPV is spread through skin-to-skin -skin contact. So when we talk about sexual activity, that includes vaginal, oral, anal, and any other type of genital skin-to-skin -skin contact, not just penetrative intercourse. If you are sexually active, you can reduce your risk of HPV infection by using condoms. Condoms may not fully protect you against getting HPV though, because HPV can infect areas not covered by the condom. And remember, you can pass on HPV even if there is no sign that you or your partner has HPV. The more sexual partners you have, or the more sexual partners your partner has, the higher the risk that you will become infected with one of the high-risk HPV types. Being in a mutually monogamous relationship can therefore reduce the risk of you becoming infected by HPV. HPV vaccination. The HPV vaccine can help to reduce the risk of genital HPV infection. In Australia, there are two HPV vaccines available. 
the Cervarix vaccine is registered for use in females from 10 years up to 46 years. The vaccine contains two high-risk HPV types, HPV 16 and HPV 18. The other HPV vaccine available in Australia is called Gardasil 9. And this is the vaccine that is given free as part of the government-funded school vaccination program for 12 and 13-year-old girls and boys. Gardasil 9 is registered for use in females from 9 years old up to 46 years old and in males aged 9 years old up to 27 years old. Gardasil 9 is registered for use in females from 9 years old up to 46 years old and males aged 9 years old up to 27 years old. The Gardasil 9 vaccine contains HPV 6 and HPV 11 that cause 90% of genital warts. It also contains high-risk HPV 16 and HPV 18 that cause 70% of cervical cancers and can also cause throat cancer as well as other genital cancers. Gardasil 9 also contains high-risk HPV 31, 33, 45, 52 and 58 that can also cause cervical cancer. HPV vaccination is generally well tolerated. The most common side effects of the vaccine include mild pain and redness at the injection site. Allergic reactions from HPV vaccinations are rare. To find out more about vaccination against HPV, have a listen to podcast episode 10, which will be our next episode. Cervical screening tests. Whether you have been vaccinated against HPV or not, all women aged 25 years and over who have ever been sexually active should have a regular cervical screening test which looks for the presence of HPV infection in the cervix. Remember, the current HPV vaccine does not contain all the high-risk HPV types. It contains seven of the 14 high-risk HPV types. And so there is still a risk of HPV infection and hence of genital cancer, even if you have been vaccinated. It is recommended that you continue having regular cervical screening tests until your final exit test between 70 to 74 years of age. To find out more about the cervical screening test, have a listen to podcast episode six. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and learned something new about HPV. Remember, it's very important to practice safe sex. If you notice any symptoms or signs that you are concerned about, please see your doctor as soon as possible for further advice. Look out for our next episode, episode 10 of the Medical and Dental Podcast, which covers HPV vaccination. And I think that brings us to the end of episode 9 of the Medical and Dental Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed episode nine of the Medical and Dental Podcast. If you liked what you heard, we would love for you to leave us a review and share and subscribe to stay up to date with our uploads. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast or Podbean. Please stay safe and always remember healthy mind, healthy body. See you next time.